from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, this is the weekend edition of Straight Out of Vegas. As you know, Straight Out of Vegas airs Monday through Friday right here on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio from 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern with R.J. Bell, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, and... Jonas Knox, and each day they take you behind the scenes, offering up the most insightful commentary and observations on the world of sports betting so you can benefit from their years of expertise and knowledge. Now, on our Saturday edition of Straight Out of Vegas, we look back at the best of, and we'll revisit some of the most compelling takes and analyses from the previous week so you can enjoy them again. And of course... And you know, Bernie, what I like especially about this concept is... All of that best of is looking ahead yes. to the NFL action. So we spent five hours this week working hard. You distilled it down to the best hour that helps them win on Sunday. And you'll all want to listen. And, of course, I'll add my own inflection as well because I live in Las Vegas, too, and I've been privy to these gentlemen and their know-how for many years. They've allowed me their mind share up close and personal, so this is a fun journey every Saturday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. And again, we want you along for the ride. Why? This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. Now, our focus is NFL preview, and we'll get down to business in just a second. But RJ, little house cleaning. The Dodgers in their history, now they've won six world championships. 
and three of those six were done after falling behind two zip. They were two zip at one point, even two one. Now they're three one. Is there any value remaining on the series price on either side on a go forward basis? You know, nothing. I mean, to me, there's something about this Red Sox team. Whereas, and, and maybe this is us reverse engineering. Hey, look, they just came back. They, they're fighters. Remember, Red Sox had home field advantage against the Astros and were underdogs entering that series, even with the home field. So this is not like an all-time great team. All-time great teams are not underdogs before the World Series, typically, or ever, really. So, but to me, the Dodgers, it, it just feels like maybe the amount of scrutiny in the Twitter age and with uh, Roberts, the manager's approach, it just feels like that everything's so much harder for them. I would just say this. The Red Sox are a team that has now won 118 baseball games since April. They mowed through two 100-win teams on the way to the World Series. The Dodgers at one point, 16 and 26 in May, almost fell out in September. Give them credit for being there. Boston's the better team. I think so. And one of the things we've talked about during the Daily Show is that baseball really isn't about how well you do in the regular season when it comes to the playoffs. But there is that mentality. So to me, it, it, I may bet something. I'm probably, it probably won't be game four. Have you, I haven't even looked. Have you looked at the odds yet? Haven't looked ahead yet. I'm I, not. Uh, no. Go ahead. Continue, and I'll pull them up and see what we got. Well, I haven't looked ahead yet uh, because I, I'm not sure if they've announced who the Dodgers starting pitcher is going to be. We know it's going to be Chris Sale for Boston. But uh, and i I, I got to tell you, the, the value is on Boston tonight because the Dodgers lay in 160. In, in, in well, hindsight, but, but I agree with you. Plus 160 <laughs> or plus 145 coming back? Well, but, but to me, the idea that, oh, it's a must win – for the Dodgers, or it was. Yeah. And I don't think that helps you in baseball. No, I, I think must win is the most overused term well, in sports I, I because there's it, still games left to be played. Well, for sure. But the, and again, let's not get too into the semantics of must, right? Oh, it's not life or death. But the idea of what the stakes are, right? In football, if the stakes are high for one team and not the other, that's an advantage because football is about effort. And in basketball, it's about effort. In baseball, it's not about effort. If anything, pressure can be a negative. Mm -hmm. So in general, my advice would be I like to bet underdogs in baseball. Also, if a team has a high stakes, quote-unquote, must win, I'm not anxious to play on them. Oh, by the way, the money did come in tonight on Boston, as you said. Minus 160 opened up. Dodgers got down to 140. Mm -hmm. And there is no odds yet up on the next game. Though it looks like at least the expectation, Kershaw and Price is what's up right now for game five. All right. In a second, we get to the NFL real quickly, RJ. We're just hours away from the first four rollout of the college football playoff final four. My moles are telling me Alabama will be one. Notre Dame will be two. Clemson will be three. Who will be four, RJ? Hold on a second. You got moles that tell you? I got moles, baby. I, first off, have they even decided this yet? Who? 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 The the playoff committee. Oh, I think I think you're well, safe on. for when, three. When, when do the playoff committees? When do they meet? It's some clandestine operation somewhere. I think. But I'm thinking it's after the games are played, right? 
So how can you have moles already? Well, keep in mind, <laughs> Alabama didn't play today, and they're still still undefeated. Clemson oh, ro- no, no. romped. I, so so did saying, Notre Dame. So you're saying you're your own mole. You're you're a very logical mind. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Freddie Fanny Pack and Haystack Hank later. I'll tell you what. Welcome we go to ahead? Mirage, Mr. Papa Giorgio. You've got <laughs> very nicely done. You've got so much good stuff from this past week. And by the way, I am not only very happy to be a part of the show on Saturday night, I am a listener during the week as well. So let's jump to it because you've got a good game tomorrow that's really gotten a lot of talk. And, you know, if you want to step in front of this freight train called the Los Angeles Rams, a team, by the way, that's converting 57% on third down, go right ahead. And by the way, RJ, this line tomorrow, I believe it's nine. You know, Cantor Gaming had it at minus three before the season started. So that's what happens when you go 7-0. Well, and let's think about that. So they put out the odds uh, in June for mm-hmm. every game Cantor does. Yep. Kudos for them on that. Three is the typical home field. So expectation coming in the year, Green Bay, Rams, equal teams. Home field gets three. Now it's up to nine, nine and a half, which speaks to obviously the Rams far exceeding expectations. And also, quite frankly, Green Bay fallen short somewhat sure. of expectations. thousand percent. This is a game everybody's got opinions on, but sometimes it's best left to the pros to handicap these situations, which is exactly what RJ and Fezzik did earlier this week. Let's take a listen. What we know is this, having a borderline playoff team against the best league and that borderline team's on the road, this line of nine and a half is not crazy, not unusual. It is, though... Aaron Rodgers' biggest underdog of his career. He's never been this big of a dog. Another way to say that, I think, is Green Bay's never been this bad around him. Because even though the Rams are clearly the best team in the NFL, I don't think the Rams are historically good. Do yeah, you? No, they're rated right about where a Super Bowl champ typically winds yeah, up. Yeah, so in. every given year, you're going to have a team that's right around where the Rams are. Correct. So... The idea that Green Bay's played in Super Bowls. Green Bay, obviously, against my Steelers, they won in 2010 season, uh, no doubt. But I is it fair to say that the Packers are the worst team that Aaron Rodgers has ever been surrounded by? Oh, I think so. So what are they missing? What are the key... Uh, I mean, is it running game? Is it defense? Obviously, it's some combination... What are you seeing with this Packer team? Oh, I think it's the defense. We thought that they brought in some guys in the secondary they were supposed to improve, and bottom line, it just hasn't happened. And it's frankly taken Herculean efforts from Rodgers in the fourth quarter to steal games against the Bears, against the 49ers. You might want to know, folks, Aaron Rodgers has been an underdog of six points four times in his NFL career. He's 4-0 against the spread in those games. Yeah, six or more. So the idea that nine, nine and a half here is an all-timer, that's an eye-popper, yeah. But the idea that in his whole career, Aaron Rodgers has only been a six-point or greater underdog four prior times, undefeated ATS. The other game of great marquee value, now this is a divisional game. These two teams met earlier in the year. Denver will visit Kansas City, another large number. The Chiefs, RJ, they've played seven football games this year. They've won six. They've covered all seven. RJ and Fezzik also handicapped this game earlier in the week. Let's have a listen. 
This to me is about Denver and one o'clock games. Now that sounds crazy. Like what? One o'clock Eastern? That's normal. Well, the last time Denver won a one o'clock Eastern start was over two years ago. They're zero and six straight up since. So usually you wouldn't think so much about a one o'clock Eastern start for a Mountain uh, time zone team, but the Broncos. Because remember, this is a very popular team that plays a lot of night games. So playing a 1 o'clock Eastern is unusual for Denver, and I think it's a negative, clearly, for Denver against the Chiefs. RJ, for openers, the Chiefs 0-7 against the spread as home favorites coming off a home game when they're facing opponents coming off a home division game. That's a mouthful there. Yeah, I'm not sure how much that means. You know, I'm not so sure I know what it means either, but it is there. But (laughs) what I wanted to broach with you is this. I think the day of reckoning is coming. We talked earlier about the 2007 New England Patriots who started out 8-0 against the spread. They finished the season going 1-9. at At some point, 1-9 against the spread. That was that famous, infamous 2007 Patriot team that went 18-1 and lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. At what point, RJ, do you start to take a look? As a professional, you're the professional better here. At what point do you take a look and start to fade the Chiefs? Hmm. You know, I I think that game on the for the or that question applies to the Rams more. I think there's a lot of love for the Chiefs, but I also think that there's a the the pros see clearly that the Chiefs defense isn't very good. And the defense has played better at home. 17 points per game yielded by the Chiefs at home defensively. But the the Rams, in fact, let me ask you, Bernie, mm-hmm. and I'll give you a chance to, you know, maybe this is one we'll tease. I got a question for you about a potential bet. We press the green button here. Yes, we do. All right. I'm going to offer you a bet when we come back, but, you know, you can tell us what else is coming up. I'm owing one of those bets, by the way. Well, that, that, As I, someone once said, I want the dreams of a young man with the wisdom of an, of an old man. That was Bob Seger. Unfortunately, that song was called Beautiful Loser. But here's the thing. You'll get that wisdom through clashing with me. That's it. Might cost, exactly. There, there right. might be a little tuition. We'll come back. we we'll talk about that. A little bit more about that and Saints-Vikings. Uh, but what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. This is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! We're back on Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. RJ, I smell a bet brewing in the air. Well, you know what happened? I already got you in my web. Sleepy J, our Vegas producer here, reminded me we made this bet last week. I got Fezzik in it too. So let's repeat it, mm-hmm. and all the listeners can say, man, RJ, another good bet in his pocket. Who will make the Super Bowl for the AFC? You took the Patriots. I did. I took the Chiefs. Even money. Oh, by the way, Fezzik took that bet, too. We pressed the green button, which means a bet, and we bet 100 on it, right? Even money, if I remember? $100. Okay. Now... If you look at the odds right now, New England to make the Super Bowl plus 225, Kansas City to make the Super Bowl plus 175. So once again, I got the best of it. And RJ, we trust, baby. What's up? Come on, baby. 
There we go. Let's get it. Tuition paid. We're going to revisit tuition paid, baby. We are going to revisit this as the you know the shows progress throughout the fall, or when you hand the money over. Well, we'll know in January. You don't have to wait that long. But I still say the road to the Super Bowl will go through Foxborough. So stay tuned, and we'll see who collects. For the record, RJ collected on the earlier bet we had this year. So I'm minus. 100, I'm looking to get back even. I'll tell you who else is looking to get back even, RJ. What's being billed is the, quote, revenge game. The Saints visit the Vikings. Vikings beat them twice last year. And I got to tell you, there's a side here that favors one, and there's, or excuse me, there's a, you know, sort of, there's information that favors one side and information that favors the other side. But let's go back to the pros, because RJ and Fizik spent some time on the game this week. Let's take a listen. My rationale is there's going to be a lot of narrative about redemption from the Minnesota miracle. I'm not, I think both these teams are at max motivated. I don't think it goes past 10. And I think the Saints just played a physical game on the road against Baltimore. They won a coin flip. Everyone's all excited. Vikings have a key defender back. 30-second early handicap on this game, Fez. Yeah, I think it's a great spot on point that the fact that the Saints won that game, now they're on the road against so another, they won against Baltimore. Baltimore, and now they go on the road against another top team. Really difficult to win both those games. And the Minnesota defense, which was bad early in the year, is improving. Gave up 21 points, then 10 points, then 17 points. The defense did the last three games. They're trending upwards. You bring it up, the, the their um, pass rusher comes back this week. Mike Lombardi had a stat. Last three games... The Vikings have allowed five third-down conversions. Three games, five third-down conversions successful. That's a defense trending up. Back here straight out of Vegas. Important point, one of the reasons we do the show live Saturday night, Bernie, Saints have gotten even more money since Friday. Saints are up to one-and-a-half-point favorites here. And I've actually gotten less enthused about Minnesota. Early in the week, Wednesday, let's call it, Minnesota probably was my favorite bet of the week. Now, didn't even put it in our Super Contest Gold. We had five entries or five picks we had to make. Didn't even make it. Why? Because it was pick them, and now it's up to Saints one and a half. Why? Defensive injuries for the Vikings. Mm -hmm. And to me, when you've got injuries of non big-name players, and the line's moving, chances are the line's not moving enough. The market, the casual fan, Freddie Fanny Pack does not count. Oh, there's some linebacker I never heard of out. Who cares? Well, it matters. You've got Drew Brees playing at a Hall of Fame level against Kirk Cousins, a 47% winning percentage quarterback as a starter in his career, who's, by the way, 4-9 in his career against teams with a winning percentage of 750 or better. I don't want to use side of this game, RG. I just simply think Minnesota is a little undervalued right now because everybody remember, still remembers what happened against Buffalo. I'm, gonna, I'm staying off this game. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a bad approach. I still would if I forced to bet the Vikings, but I think the de- defensive injuries are an issue. And as I said, last point on this game, the mainstream narrative of, oh, revenge, Hey, both teams are motivated. Vikings need this to make for a good playoff position or even make the playoffs, which is uncertain if they lose this game. All right, let's move ahead. Uh, Colts Raiders. 
dumpster fire game in a sense. Raiders obviously on life support given what they've done in the last few weeks. But Chucky, Chucky, he's 10 and 4, coming off a of buy in his career. Again, RJ had some come. Who, who's Chucky? He's a guy by the name of John Gruden. <laughs> Why is he Chucky? That's been his nickname for 20 years because he, look, he looks like the Chucky doll. You know that. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> See? I can drop some knowledge here, too, occasionally. <laughs> but let's hear the knowledge you had to drop earlier in the week as you analyzed the Colts Raider game from a professional perspective. Let's take a listen. Another example of a front office move that's a signal, and again, it's a negative single, single for the Raiders. Wait a minute. Max gone? Huh, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And now your number one or two receiver, how you look at it with Nelson is gone? Yeah, they got some nice picks back or a nice pick, but this year it doesn't help them. And the line has adjusted drastically. The sense in Vegas is we're not sure if the Raiders are really focused on winning right now. Bernie, who picked these cuts? The fine men back in Los Angeles. Because I, I probably misspoke like four times this whole week, four five hours of radio. I didn't hear anything. And, so, and somehow they, I, well, find, they, I don't know they what you're talking one, about. They find one way I stumble over huh? the word. How does that happen? Huh? Oh, by, <laughs> this ain't working. <laughs> by the way, I <laughs> is Chucky like a I mean, like, are they like on the show saying, hey, Chucky, what's going on? You know, a man of your depth of knowledge and intellectual capacity, I find it hard. To, you're playing with me. Or you know, you knew he was named Chucky. You had to know that. Everybody knows John Gruden's nickname is Chucky. Wally Balls, it's my alias. Speaking of nicknames, <laughs> there was a player this week traded. Another team. I don't know if they're coming or going, and neither do they. Neither do they. Now it's catching. I'm going to next time I run a tongue from that place. A player was, <laughs> if you've got the nickname Snacks and you're playing in the NFL, I don't know. That just doesn't seem like a good look. Let's, uh, RJ, you had some thoughts about that also earlier in the week. Let's have a listen. I don't understand this. This feels like, I mean, I don't use the word dump in uh, teams are dumping in the NFL. I just don't think they do. You can kind of say as a euphemism, oh, the Giants are looking with an eye towards next year. But even if you have an eye towards next year, why would you trade at minimum when your top five guys is only going to be getting paid only, quote unquote, seven million? And by all accounts, he wasn't a locker room problem. So to me, this is a sign that there's some uh, some real discombobulation within the Giants. What I don't know exactly what they're thinking, but it doesn't seem like the Giants are thinking about winning. And what's interesting is you could say the same thing about the Raiders, but the Raiders line since last week in this game against the Colts has moved four and a half points against the Raiders. The Giants, after this move, which I think signals that winning this season doesn't seem to be the priority, the line hasn't changed. Washington is favored by one at New York. They were favored by one yesterday, favored by one today, but it seems like we have a signal from the Giants that they're not look that their number one focus is not winning this year. So I'm going to look to play against them as the week progresses. You know, RJ, I'm no high school dropout. I went the full six years, but I don't know when the last time the Giants had designs on winning. They've lost 20 of their last 24 games straight up. Yeah, but it's one thing to fail if you're trying your hardest. It's another thing. To not be trying your hardest. I do multiple hits on 
New York radio as a guest. And I've been asking these guys the same question. Why trade snacks beyond that great name? Now, Mike or uh, Greg Cosell right mm -hmm. here on this show yep. every Thursday, 630 Eastern. And he's the only guest we have every week. He said, well, you know, in the modern NFL, uh, an elite run stopper isn't as valuable. Okay, don't pay him $20 million. He's getting paid $4 million. And not one Giants fan I talked to in media, and there was like five of them on air, is, hey, is how good is this guy? And almost everyone said it's hard to make a case he wasn't our best defender this year. So if you're trading your best defender – and he's only making $4 million this year, only in quotes. Makes no sense to me, and I think the locker room cannot respond well to it. Okay, real quickly, the Giants come off a miracle backdoor cover with nine seconds to go last Monday. Oh, I loved it. I, thought it, I thought it was justice. Fine with me. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Redskins, 6-1, and one, coming off teams, or facing teams coming off a Monday night game. Real quickly, RJ, do you have a side in this game? Yeah, I like Washington. And do actually, you? Yeah, and, and actually... In our Super Contest Gold, we're one and a half games back. Outstanding. Right? You made and up half a game then. Yes. Winner, winner take all $700,000. All right? Our fifth pick, it was the last one in, Washington. Reason being, wow. I feel like if the Giants are still focused, this line's right. Mm -hmm. If the Giants have some internal uh, conflict, like I think they very well might, then Washington has great value. And that's something with picks. Sometimes you just think this line's playing wrong, or sometimes you think it's right if A is the case, and it's wrong if B is the case. As long as B has a real chance of being true, it can be a good bet that way too. Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Lowe's. Pros in the know start with Lowe's and save 5% on eligible purchases every day made with the Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% savings in-store and online. It is subject to credit approval and cannot be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details, U.S. only. But first, let's go to Ralph Irvin with the latest. Thank you very much, and things looked great in L.A. for a while. Swing, there's a high drive. Left center field. Back goes Bellinger. Back by the wall. He jumps. We have a tie game. Steve Pierce has hit it out. We're tied at four. That was in the eighth inning on the Red Sox radio network. And, well, Boston would score a bunch in the ninth. They go on to win 9-6, to six, taking game four of the series. They now lead three games to one. Game five will be in Los Angeles on Sunday night. On the college gridiron, lots of upsets in the top 25. Oklahoma State scored early and held off number six, Texas, 38-35. Cal Berkeley, a 12-10 winner over number 15, Washington, while Mississippi State, Happy with the win over number 16, Texas A&M, 28-13. It's a final in Tucson. Arizona crushes number 19, Oregon, 44-15, while Northwestern was a 31-17 winner over number 20, Wisconsin. Number 21, South Florida got their first loss, and it was a bad one. Houston crushes the Bulls, 57-36. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident 
car buying experience. And for the second straight Saturday, San Antonio has beaten the LA Lakers 110-106. DeMar DeRozan, 30 points, 12 rebounds in the win. Now back to you guys in Vegas. Thank you, Ralphie Boy. All right. One thing I think we got to understand about college football, it's the sport in which a team can get, what, more than halfway through, moving towards two-thirds of the way through the season without necessarily playing more than a handful of meaningful games. And obviously, if a team's not elite, almost every game is meaningful, right? They're going to try to win. But these Pac-12 teams... You look at an Oregon and said, well, we thought they were good because of that one game. And now they're getting crushed. And I don't think there's any sport where our biases, our assumptions are just more plain wrong than in college football. Another reason to bet underdogs, right? You think, oh, this one team is so much better than the other team. Oftentimes we have no real idea. And that's why the dogs, I think, in all sports are best, but especially college football speaking of dogs a home dog the carolina panthers now this game started rj the panthers is a short favorite and the line has flipped but beware cam newton and company well they're pretty tough at home and earlier in the week you touched on that let's take a listen people don't realize how good carolina is at home they've won eight straight games at home 26 and 6 straight up at home. So to me, when you think about the great home fields, it's not often Carolina being discussed. 26 and 6 straight up is mighty good for the Panthers at home. Boy, they got it done last week. They being the Carolina Panthers down 17 to the Super Bowl champions, beat them. Now we all know the week after you beat the Super Bowl champs, RJ. Not necessarily strong. Meanwhile, Baltimore smarting after last week. What are your thoughts? So do you have a specific trend on the week after you beat the Super Bowl champs? I th- we talked about it a couple of weeks yeah, ago. I think Teams it was- like 13 and 41, something like that against the number. Yeah, and I think especially if you beat them as an underdog, which Carolina was in that game. Yes, they were. I, I like Carolina a good bit, mm-hmm. but I'm not betting it. And here's why. And this is such an important point. And I don't think I've ever made this point uh, straight out of Vegas. It's like like a world premiere. I don't think we've ever done that before. The idea of a concept. More valuable than any video on MTV. Here's the concept. If you like a game, it's really tantamount to saying the line is wrong. Right? If you say, I want to bet, who do you like best Sunday? Bernie, you. Seattle. All right. So, lines plus three. And the line's wrong. All right. What do you think the line should be? Pick them. All right. That's it. And the essence of a handicap is the line's wrong. Here's the second part of it, though. You have to be able to explain why the line is wrong. And there's two possible reasons, or at least buckets of reasons. One, you know something the market doesn't. Let's use an example. Oh, this uh, quarterback's really hurt, but I've got inside info that he's hurt a lot worse than people think. Oh, they know he's questionable. They think he's fine, but he's not. Okay? That happens very rarely. Another way that you have true inside info. Another way you can be wrong or the line can be wrong is you think 
there's a factor that's being ignored. So it's kind of like something the market's not accounting for. And I think in this case, it's true. Detroit is horrible against the run. Seattle has run for 155 yards or more the last three games, each of the last three. So I think the matchups favor Seattle. Okay, there's one other reason, bucket of reasons, that a line can be wrong, which is there's public bias. They love the Patriots. They love Team XYZ. So if you can say, oh, I get it. This team just won on Monday Night Football. Other team just lost. There's recency bias. That's why I'm getting value. But if you can't explain the line, be afraid. So to me, why, and I ask this rhetorically, Bernie, but you can answer if you'd like, why in the heck would Baltimore be two and a half? Obviously, the markets have spoken. I well, think they're more say, confident. But, but they on, trust. You could say that about any line. That's, that, 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 that's, that's trite. It doesn't mean anything. There's context to this. All right, go ahead. Baltimore smarting, coming off a home loss. Panthers coming home off a road win. Okay. I think. Oh, it, it's, I'm speculating, though, because I'm not on the game. Yeah, but what you're saying doesn't make any sense. I mean, you could make the case Baltimore losing makes them more motivated here, but they have Pittsburgh. The perception by the markets is that they're more motivated. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm not sure. That, that's not a standard thing. A team loses. Now, if it's a great team that rarely loses, Belichick off a bye, or I'm sorry, off a loss, you're right. But that's not the case with Baltimore. They're not a great team. No, but how often do they lose at home? Not often. Yeah. They like to take, that was a, always a Ray Lewis. But, but now they're on the road. So, listen, there's no right. no pro I've talked to can make sense of this line. Fair. And that's why, and here's the thing, we know Cam Newton's questionable. We know Cam, let's slow it way down. We know Cam Newton's questionable. And to me, I think what we're going to find out is that come game day tomorrow, they're going to say, man, Cam doesn't, Cam, we heard he was fine, but he looks like he's not near 100%. That's my guess. There's no other reason this line is Baltimore moving towards three. Up next, Steelers-Browns. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Friday. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. A-U-T-O. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He's R.J. Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! Get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive. It's simple. Plug in Snapshot, drive, and earn discounts for safe driving. Save more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Back on Straight Out of Vegas, he's R.J. Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. On to Pittsburgh. RJ, where the Steelers host the Browns, second matchup this year. Steelers turned the ball over six times in their first game, and they tied. What did RJ have to say about this weekend's matchup, Steelers and Browns? Let's take a listen. Now, this is even more history. When the Browns played the Steelers in week one, the turnover margin, so the net turnover in the game, was Browns plus five. If you go back 30 years, teams that are plus five, are 158 and 6 straight up. And oh, by the way, one tie, the Browns. So imagine if there's only six times out of 164 games that a team doesn't win 
a game when they're plus five and the Browns are one of them, boy, that tells you Pittsburgh outplayed them much more than the scoreboard indicates. I'm not in a hurry to uh, lay the points here. I think the consensus might be Pittsburgh's angry. They're hitting their stride. Defenses, as you said last week, have figured out Baker Mayfield. But I think this game could be tight. Could be. I, I think that it's usually dog or pass for me if it's over a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And because the Steelers are off a bye, and the analogy I would quickly give is, if you're playing your 11-year-old nephew in basketball in the backyard, and you can beat him pretty much any time, but you're going to 11, and it's like 9-9, and he scores two like unlikely shots, that next game, I'm putting the <laughs> ball in the hedge. Like He's going to be living in the hedges. All right. So Steelers in this analogy, it's the man and the Browns are the 11 year old. I think there's some pain coming. All right. There's a visual. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. RJ, the 49ers visit Arizona. And I don't want to say this Arizona offense is bad, but I don't think they've garnered more than 270 yards per game in their last seven games. I don't think that's good. Do you? I thought you had like a Rodney Dangerfield joke. Well, I'm going to save that. You know, we got a full fall. <laughs> if, of, you th- if you think Arizona is these bad, it's like my wife. How bad was I, it? I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, yeah. I agree with you, though. And listen, Cardinals changed offensive coordinators. Mm-hmm. And we can debate how many preseason games are necessary. The genius Belichick says he considers September to be his extended preseason. So it's pretty important. Well, if you change coordinators in the middle of the year and go to a guy, Leftwich, it's never coordinated in the NFL, not a good thing in my opinion. Well, the Niners are no prize either. Their only win this year, a three-point squeaker over the Lions with Jimmy G, by the way, in the lineup. But Archie, you had some good thoughts about this 49ers-Cardinals tilt coming up tomorrow. Let's take a listen. This is only the second one in six teams. So the 49ers are one in six in the last 30 years to be a road favor. Let me say that one more time. In 30 years of NFL games, a one in six team has been a road favor once before this week. So the 49ers being a road favorite here is truly historic. Straight out of Vegas, brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member, and Discover card will match all the cash back you've earned, dollar for dollar, at the end of the first year. Learn more at discover.com forward slash match. Limitations apply. You know, Bernie, I keep trying to figure this out. We're on 6 to 7 Eastern, straight out yeah. of Vegas, yeah. 3 to 4 Pacific, Yep. 200 stations nationwide, many, many top 20 markets. That's right. And we don't have Discover. Yep. As a sponsor, somehow yep. you got him. Yep. Well, you know what, why? What do you do in the daytime? What's your straight job? Well, Freddie Fanny Pack put in a good word for me. No, what's what's your straight job? I'm asking a question. I am a, in business development. All right, so somehow you did some special business development here. Yes, but do you not also hold a day job, pain job, a, a square job? You've got a square job, Bernie. It's square. <laughs> but I also know Haystack Hank. <laughs> All right. Now, the, the Jaguars are in the news, and this is why we like to come to you live. These knuckleheads uh, got in a little trouble in London. I understand they tried to skip out on a bill. Four players for the Jaguars. We don't know the players, who they are. 
They've been released. It's our best understanding that they're now in the confines of the team, and the team will handle it internally. The line is now up to four and a half. This line opened minus three, minus 120. Philly's now laying four and a half. But again, before any of this happened, RJ had some perspective on the Jaguars in general earlier in the week. Let's take a listen. Jags last three games, everyone knows they haven't played well, but think about how poorly the Jags have played. ATS means against the spread. The ATS margin is how far you either exceeded the spread or fell short. If you add up the last three ATS margins for the Jags, that tells you how much they've fallen short. It's by 65 points combined against the spread in the last 30 years. There's been only 24 teams that's fallen that short against the spread. So this is a less than once a season occurrence that any team is this bad relative to the Vegas spread over three games. You add in now Bortles and the discontent in the locker room. I think it's something more than, oh, the Jags are on a bad streak. I I actually look for Philly to bounce back strong here. Uh, They're angry. They blew a 17-point lead last week. They lose at home. They are the Super Bowl defending champs. I think Carson Wentz is getting healthier. And I would say this. Since 1980, Super Bowl champs that lose at home the following week, 81-65 and 65 against the spread the following week, that's fairly significant. Final thoughts, RJ? Yeah, you know, I think you were right on, Bernie Frado, when it comes to Wentz. He came back a little early. Maybe not early as in he shouldn't have, but he wasn't 100% psychologically at minimum. And what we've seen, what happens? You get conservative. If you're not 100%, you throw the ball away. You don't run in certain spots. All the things that differentiate Wentz. He's not a pure pocket passer. He's fine as a pocket passer. But if you look at the yards per attempt, which is how far, how much a quarterback's going downfield and how successfully, best game of the year was last game. Yeah, Carolina came back. So Philly lost, but Philly played mighty good last week. Now you got Jackson, yeah. now you have Jacksonville distracted. I like Philly, yes. though it's getting expensive. It is getting expensive, but I think you can lay the wood here. First of all, Jacksonville plays dial a quarterback last week. They're really in disarray. Philly is trying to get back to where they've been before. They're not trying to break new ground. I think Philly gets right in London. Quick bonus play of the week. I do love Russell Wilson. He'll get it done tomorrow. Don't have time for my analysis because he's R.J. Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. This is straight out of Vegas. And by the way, don't go anywhere. Up next, a gentleman, well, he once spent an evening with Don King. And yes, it was a hair-raising experience. It's Jonas Knox. (laughs) Straight out of Vegas! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 